Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media, where we talk about actionable ideas to help your business grow so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike, Vice President of Marketing here at Reminder Media, and with me is Luke Acri, President of Reminder Media. What is up, everybody? And today we have a very special guest. She is a rising star in the real estate world, licensed in both New Jersey and Pennsylvania. In just two years, she managed to create quite a name for herself and was even featured on Fox 29 Philly as the celebrity realtor. <laughs> you can find her where she's blowing up on Instagram at, at Amber underscore Romance One. Tiffany Beltran, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited it's awesome to, be to here. have you here. Thanks. Yes, welcome. So um, Tiffany and I actually spoke on a panel together. We were out in Orange County, I guess, or Huntington Beach, California. And it was called The Disruptor. If you guys remember one of our other um, podcasts, we did a recap of The Disruptor. But, you know, just to give you, and I want to turn it over so you can introduce yourself to our audience and our listeners so you can tell them your backstory. But just to tell you guys something that is amazing about marketing is when I figured out who I was speaking with on the panel, I started to research you and started to look at all your social media channels and stuff. And just by what you've done on social media, because you have a following on Instagram, I think it's what, 10,000 something people? About 15. Oh, 15,000. 15. See, so yeah. even more impressive. So 15,000 people. But looking at your Instagram, looking at kind of what your image was on the web, I thought you had been in real estate for 10, 15 years. <laughs> I thought you were someone who, you know, obviously is exploding. And I'm not saying you're not number one or something like that. But the point being is the power when I met you there out in Huntington Beach and you're like, no, I've only been in business two years. I'm 26 <laughs> years old. I was blown away. And it shows you just what marketing can do. And if you mm. grow your following and if you do your branding right on the web, the image and the perspective that gave me, and we're local, so so I'm someone who could use you as yeah. a real estate agent, right? Definitely. And so I'm impressed automatically, and I'm not even realizing, wow, she's only been in business two years. Maybe she hasn't even done any deals just be by what you're doing on social media. Right. So with that Good. being said, you know, introduce yourself. I want you to give kind of your backstory. Give us the 30,000 foot view. Tell our audience who you are, kind of where you came from. Why did you get into real estate and, sure. and kind of where you're at today? And then we'll dive into your real estate business. Okay, awesome. So a little bit about me. I'm from a small town, Millville, New Jersey. Um, that's in South Jersey, um, farmland. Uh, the only people that are familiar with it, if uh, you're a baseball fan, that's where Mike Trout's from. Other yeah, than that, right. yeah, there you go. There you go. That's so, a claim. That's yeah, a claim to fame. Exactly. So um, I can say I've been a hustler my whole life. Um, it's funny. We actually have a, a funny family story that I was selling tissues at a funeral when I was six years old for a dime. My oh parents, my gosh. Yeah, my parents love telling that story. That's so. the emotional close right there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, I mean, in high school, I was selling candy in the hallways, braiding hair, writing people's essays for them, whatever I can do to make extra money, um, save my lunch money so I can afford the movies on the weekend. So um, I, I've naturally had an entrepreneurial spirit. My dad was in sales. He's my hero. Um, so I grew up with that. I went to Ryder University and got a BA in public relations. Uh, right after college, I moved to Miami on a whim, um, just in search of a better city, opportunity, something. So I stayed out there for a year and I was exposed to wealth on another level, mm. opportunity. I just saw, you know, people being their own bosses and having businesses and living that life. And I just wanted it. And I felt like I had it because I was around it. Right. So um, I moved back to New Jersey to be closer to my family. And I did not know what to do. Um, I know I didn't want to join an entry level 
a job, doing something I wasn't passionate about, energetic about. I just loved life too much. I wanted to be my own boss. So um, I worked in the service industry for a while, bartending, being a waitress. And then I started working at a gym. Um, I worked there for about two months and the owner of the gym's girlfriend was a real estate agent and she was this girl I just really looked up to. She was 30 years old. She drove a supercar, BMW i8, with a big Louis <laughs> bag. Yes, big Louis bag. She was in great shape. I'm like, wow, like this is the kind of person I want to be. This is the lifestyle I want. And then I found out she was in real estate. So she told me how simple it was to get into it. I literally took a two week course. I got licensed the next month and I quit. And I only had like $400 to my name. <clears throat> so I've kind of always lived that way. Like <laughs> I've taken a lot of risks um, and it's always been all or nothing. So I jumped right into it. I knew that marketing was the way to go. So as soon as I got my license, boom, I was shadowing my broker, shadowing any agent I could to just take in as much information as possible. Anything house related, I would just take pictures like, oh, I'm showing houses here. I'm showing houses there. Even if they weren't my clients, I was just showing everybody how active I was and letting them know that I'm a real estate agent. So um, it didn't take me long to realize that if I can succeed anywhere, if I could succeed in Millville, I can succeed anywhere. <laughs> so I definitely <laughs> wanted to switch offices. You know, um, just to give you a background, the average price point where I'm from is about one twenty to one fifty thousand dollars. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, that's pretty low. Okay. So and how long? How long were you in Millville again? For, I was in Millville in from. I guess July of 2016 to about September. Okay, all right. And then I moved to uh, Sewell, New Jersey. It's a little more north, but still South Jersey. And the price point was like 180. And I was the new kid in the office moving again. Up. Yeah, moving <laughs> up. Yeah, so um, I just went for it. I, I was never afraid to to take risks, to be uh, the new kid on the block, um, to change my environment. In fact, I found that to be very liberating. Um, so. I excelled in that office. In fact, I was ranked the fourth highest producing agent in November. That's amazing. Of that month. Yeah, I was so, so proud of that. Especially being like one of the youngest agents. How many, like, how many agents? Uh, over 200. Whew. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of agents aren't as active as I am. They're not full time. And it was all or nothing for me. So I had to make it work or I was going to be bartending. And that wasn't the route I was trying to go. That's amazing. Yeah. So um, after that. Um, that girl that I spoke of that inspired me to get into real estate, she worked in Philly and I realized how booming the market is. I'm like, I need a piece of that. So it was my goal to get licensed in Philly, in Pennsylvania, but work in, in Philly. But it actually took me a year um, because I had, you know, limiting beliefs. I had self-doubt. Um, I just didn't go for it until the following year, 2017. I finally got licensed in November. And then again, I hesitated a little while until I moved offices finally this past February. And by April, because of the way I marketed myself, I was asked by Fox 29 to be on their good morning show showing luxury real estate because I branded myself as the celebrity realtor in the city and people believed it. And, and it's, <laughs> I love that. It's amazing. It's assuming the clothes. People exactly. believed it. <laughs> people believed it. I, I heard this one quote from... Well, I don't know who said it. I know Jay Shetty referenced it. But the quote was, I'm not who I think I am. I'm not who you think I am. I'm who you think that I think I am. That's awesome. That is awesome. Someone that's, put that on statepaidpodcast.com. That's, that's awesome. a quote. Yeah, that's a great Well, it's quote. like the old, uh, what do you say, uh, don't dress for the job you have, dress for the yeah. job you want. I mean, that's yeah, kind of how I look exactly. at it is like branding yourself where you want to be, not necessarily where you are. Because, you know, we talk about this all the time someone's going to your, your clients, your followers, the people that you work with, they're going to create a perception of you. They're mm -hmm. going to develop a brand for you, whether you want to or not. 
what you're doing is you're taking control of that before you even started. Yeah. What, six right. months, not even six months in, you're already building your brand and shaping that to the point where now all you have to do, and this is a lot harder than it sounds, but you just have to live up to it at that yeah, point. It's exactly. just reaching that. But, you know, everything you've talked about, you're not shy from setting high goals from yourself, which yeah. is which is awesome and a good takeaway for, I think, anyone out there listening. Well, let me ask you this, because, you know, hearing your story is just, uh, it inspires me. Anytime I hear an entrepreneur who basically goes out with $400 in their pocket and builds something for themselves and takes all the risks, it's inspiring. But you touched on something in there that I think is funny because... You said that, you know, it doesn't, it's not that hard to be a realtor. And that's one of the biggest complaints <laughs> that realtors have with their own industry is that it literally only takes like two weeks to become a real estate agent. But that's why so many people fail yeah. in real estate when they start their business. It's, it's the barrier of entry is not that hard. So, you know, when you look over the past two years that you've been doing this with the success that you've had, you know, how did you start growing your business to actually produce like leads and sales? Because that's the hardest yeah. part. You get into this business, you know, you don't, ha you know people, but you don't really have any leads. Can you share kind of with the audience? How did you start? How did you start generating leads for your real estate business? Yeah. So like I said, I was just posting heavily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever I could get my hands on. And I literally worked seven days a week. I put in the time, I put in the work, I put in the marketing and, and that's what's necessary to, you know, get those uh, clients and make those sales. And that's what I was doing. People were seeing that um, my third month in the business after getting my license, I closed three deals, which mm. is, is great because I know my broker, his first year, he only made one sale. So I was just really good at telling my story like, oh, you know, I just closed three this month. You need a realtor? I got you. And <laughs> Did those deals come from social media? Did um, they, they were all... Actually, one did. It's really funny. My first deal, he actually saw my mobile app online and I didn't even know who he was. I thought that was really odd, but awesome. And out of that, I got three new clients that knew him and he didn't know me from a can of paint. He just literally saw yeah, my mobile app <laughs> somewhere on Facebook. Now it shows you, it shows you the power of word of mouth. And, and this is what we obviously preach. And this is where our business is built on. It literally is your net worth is your network. Mm -hmm. And so it's all about connecting the six degrees of separation of you get the word out, you spread your brand, you show who you are. And then from there, that person's connected to people and so forth. So you started advertising on social media mm -hmm. and started getting the brand story out about yourself. That led you to, where'd you get the mobile app from, by the way? I'm sure people are listening are curious. Oh yeah. Well, it, that's from Keller Williams. Okay. So, so, yeah. you, so you're advertising on Keller Williams mobile app. So that's awesome for all the KW agents out there. Right. Use that. Leverage Spreading that. the word. It's great. What else? So what else did you do in your first years? In the, like, did you mm -hmm. start door knocking? Did you start cold calling? What are some of the other things that maybe you did to start generating leads for your business? Yeah, so I definitely called every single number in my phone. That's definitely the first thing you should do. Um, let everybody know that you're an agent. Um, keep in touch with them. You know, we call it touches. Just mm -hmm. make sure that you're connecting with people. Um, Facebook messages. I didn't do door knocking, but everywhere I was at, literally, like whether it's the store, church, anywhere, I made that an opportunity for a potential sale. And, and not because I'm like the super sales person, but I let them know that I have a service to provide if you need it. And um, I just came with that approach like, hey, I'm really here to help. Follow me on Facebook, by the way, and then they'll see me all the time. So I'm constantly staying at the top of their mind. Man, you can just feel the oozing of the hustle. <laughs> now, yeah. I know you guys are listening to this, so you can't go to YouTube. You can check it out and watch it, but you can just see the energy that you're literally talking to everybody you meet, just telling them they're a realtor. And so many people, it's such a simple tip. 
So many people don't do it. Well, they oh, miss yeah. they miss that sphere of influence. You're you're at your church. Yep. And you're you're leveraging that as an opportunity to let people know what you're doing. You kind of a lot of people I think by default think, well, yeah, they, they know that I'm a realtor. They know me, right. so they know what I do. I don't true. know what half the people that I know do. I don't know what my <laughs> friends do. I don't remember half the time that my brother was a relationship manager at MT Bank. You know, so when I went out for financial advice, I went somewhere else, and he's like, dude. I'm a financial advisor. Right. So you're doing that. You're out there letting people know, not assuming that right. everyone's going to make that connection in their mind. Right. And I tell agents all the time. I mean, you're not a secret agent. Like, tell people you're an agent. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great icebreaker. And you can always, like, start up a conversation that so way. So then let's talk about that because I think it's super applicable to our audience is that you have done an amazing job at building your brand. Can you tell us a little bit about your Instagram following 15,000 people? How did you build that? You know, someone listening to this that, that might have a couple hundred people or maybe mm -hmm. hasn't even started, you know, what should they be looking to do to build their brand? Why did yours take off? Why Why do you think yours has been successful? And then, you know, I don't know if you can share, like, how many leads or deals have you gotten from your social media and Instagram, if you know? But yeah. uh, tell us a little bit about that. So, um, for any agent out there, I would definitely recommend having your own personal campaign outside of real estate. And what I did was... I used fitness as a way to reach hmm. people. Um, last year, I competed in a bodybuilding competition and completely transformed my life, my physique, and everybody saw it. So they respected me because of it. And then I would tie in real estate. You know, they would see me like, wow, she's doing great. Wow, look at her. She has abs. Oh, my gosh, this. <laughs> and she's a real estate agent. And then I throw it out there. By the way, if you need a house, I got you. And then my next post will be about real estate. So it's really important to indirectly get people's attention. That's awesome. What you're doing is you're connecting to people on something that's more authentic and mm -hmm. not salesy. Right. And that's the key is it's the relationship. You don't want to overkill it. Correct. It all comes back to the relationship is connect with somebody on a human level and a relationship level an authentic level, and then turn that into a way where you can promote your brand. I don't How know. Getting, getting abs sounds a lot harder than yeah. business. So. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. That sounds a lot harder. And that's why I did that. It was honestly. She is. A, She's like, it was hard. It was. And that, that was a personal goal. I knew that if I could focus wholeheartedly on on this, I can also focus wholeheartedly on my business and I'd grow and develop together. And it, it really worked. That's awesome. So do you find yourself on Instagram? So, you know, I'm using Instagram to grow our business. You know, we use it. I know the audience uses it. Do you find yourself DMing people? Or do you find yourself engaging on posts? And that's what's leading to the interactions that can turn into leads. Do you have any tips or guidelines or stuff you yeah. could tell us about what you're doing specifically on Instagram to help? Sure. So a really good tip is to use the Instagram polls. I think they are the best feature ever um, because you really get people engaged. Um, even if you ask simple questions like, not related to real estate, but at least they're responding to you, right? And then when you do slip in something real estate, like I've done a post, um, are you looking to buy or rent? Something simple okay. like that. And I just responded to everybody that responded to my poll. Oh, why are you looking to rent? Wow. And then, and then most of the time it's because they're uneducated and don't know that they, they can actually buy. So I'm, you know, providing value. I'm actually educating them and I, I, I let them know if you need to fix your credit. I also have a credit repair guy. <laughs> yeah, and that's perfect. send them that way. So yeah. Yeah. You're starting to funnel them down. Mm -hmm. So what do you find your biggest challenges today in real estate? So you're a couple years in now, yeah. you've had some success, your brand's starting to build. When you wake up actually today, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What What's your biggest challenge in front of you? Where, where do you find yourself going, man, if I could only fix this problem? So my biggest challenge right now as I'm growing is leverage. 
and that's what I'm ready to do. I'm I'm working on building a team right now. My partner's actually here with me. And um, yeah, just getting an assistant now, um, getting a conveyancer, having a buyer's agent, having a showing agent, just growing my team so I can be out there making connections and still have my work running because right now I'm, I'm doing it solo and it's a lot to bust moves, but also do the admin work at the same time. It's, it's very tiring and I'm, I'm already traveling about two to three hours every day to get to Philly, um, mm. but it's worth it. <laughs> so the leverage I think is key I think yeah. so many people what the problem is is they find themselves where they are working basically in their business not able to work on their business right, right? and they find themselves waking up overwhelmed constantly for all my realtors out there listening to this I know your pain point today is you're waking up literally in a frantic state <laughs> No, am I going to go it's to true. a showing today? Am I going to chase a Zillow lead today? Like you literally have no idea what you're going to end up doing that day. And, you, and it causes stress. It causes you to get overwhelmed. You start feeling. And then so building systems in your business mm -hmm. to be able to leverage out your business, I would encourage you 100% is the right way to go. What are some of the systems? You're talking about building a team. What are some of the systems that you use today in your business? Like, do you have a website? You said you used a mobile app. Yeah. Are you leveraging Keller Williams for that? How? What systems are you using in your business to yeah, grow so it? I do have a CRM right now, which is where I funnel all my leads, um, take notes, um, so I keep up with them that way. Uh, I use my mobile app. I have a website that was given to me by Keller Williams. Um, but my, my biggest source is social media. And so social media, so system wise, like how often are you posting on social media? Every day. Okay. Definitely. Every day. Um, maybe not on my Instagram page, unless I feel like the content is worthy, but definitely on my Instagram story every day and on Facebook every day, at least a positive quote every morning. People love that. They give me feedback all the time. I just like to start my day that way. But I also like to like check in where I'm at, let people know that I'm constantly active and I stay at the top of their mind. I've actually read your uh, daily stoic that you've oh, posted yeah, before. So she puts these daily stoics on the on your Instagram story. So I, I find myself pressing hold and then reading the daily stoic. So it does work because I'm engaging with it. <laughs> awesome. So, you know, let's then talk about, you know, you have a system. Your system is to hit goals, right, that mm -hmm. you set out for yourself. So do you have goals? I'm assuming you do. Do you have goals that you set for yourself this year? What are those? And kind of how do you break down hitting those goals? And what could you share with our audience that you're using to help yourself hit those goals? Sure. So Keller Williams has a really nice tool called, um, what is it, the Cap Goal I forget what it's called, but basically you pick your goal, say your net profit that you want to make in the year, and then it just reverse engineers it. So my goal was this year is to do 3 million in volume. Right now I'm up to 1.7. Awesome. And last year it took me a whole year to do 1.7. So here I am. And, and really it's only been from February to, to June to July that I've done 1.7. So I'm growing. Um, it was a really rough winter transitioning from Jersey to Philly and learning the new city. <laughs> Everything was new, the new rules, but um, not half bad <laughs> for a couple it's months. It's amazing. Now it's amazing. We've actually uh, gone on a podcast doing that exact same thing. Uh, Josh, you built an Excel doc, correct? Yeah. That literally helps you reverse engineer your goals. Yeah, we'll link to it here in the show notes for this uh, podcast, but it's doing, the, it's doing the same thing. So it's awesome that you have that tool available, but you plug in what your annual... Uh, gross commission you want to be at the end of the year and uh, it's going to you put in your what your average commission is what your average home sale price is and it's exactly. going to work all the way back to your lead source and then if you're breaking that out by lead type so whether that's Facebook ads it's going to give you certain um, different conversion numbers for your Facebook ads mm -hmm. obviously then I'm not sure if you're tracking you know how many DMs or how many connections you're making on Instagram what do those ultimately convert to but it's just going to tell you 
what do you need to do every day? What's the volume that you need to hit every day so that you can focus on being you and bringing yourself to the business and not have to think about the numbers. Like you should not have to think about how many leads do I need today? You should know exactly because you planned out ahead of time. What do I need today in order to hit my goals at the end of the year? Right. And, and my goal is to do at least five transactions a month. Um, right now I have three. So I need at least two to feel comfortable and happy with myself. But the goal is is at least five. To eat. To eat. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, I love that. So so let me ask you this. So there's so many people listening to this that are hearing your hustle that, you know, are probably thinking, yeah, that's just not me. Look how bubbly she is or, or she seems so confident. I don't have that confidence. You know, what's some advice that you would give to a new realtor that's just starting out in the business? Now you're looking back and you're going, you know, what would you do differently, right? So you were able to learn from your experience. The reason why they want to listen to you is you have now experience. What would you do differently? What would you share with them um, today as they're getting started? Honestly, I don't, I don't know what I would do differently. I'm, I'm kind of happy with the way it rolled out. I had an idea of I love how that I should confidence. do it. Yeah, I would do I'm nothing different. Well, no, I'd do it I exactly the same. That's better, awesome. But offhand. Um, but what I would recommend is, like I said earlier, is to, to find your niche. Find a, mm. a, a campaign. You're into something, and other people are probably into the same things you're into. If you can convey that story, then people will relate to you and that could turn into business. So if you're, you know, if you think, oh, I'm introverted, I only like horror films. By all means, <laughs> be the post about realtor. that. Yeah, yeah. That's, there's a niche for that. Yeah, guaranteed. There's this. There was this awesome agent in my office right now. He's he's amazing. He's literally done 18 Ironman oh, races, awesome. like yeah. the triathlons. Oh, good grief! Amazing. And I told him, like, dude, you should market that. You should be the Ironman realtor. And now he's branding himself as that. And I think that's awesome because how many people do these races or at least admire and respect it? Well, people can relate that, and they people want to work with good people. You know, you can be an awesome realtor, but if you're cool and they think that they could talk to you or you have great energy, that's going to translate to business. Ah, uh, there's so much gold you're dropping right there. I mean, it truly <laughs> is. It truly is about being able to connect with people on a personal level if they if they, you know, they know, they like and they trust you. Mm-hmm. They will do business with you. And the problem is as salespeople and as business people, we're all about getting known. But we're not about getting liked and trusted. Mm-hmm. So we spend all of our energy trying to get known and blasting our face out there and advertising to everybody. But we send no energy actually building a true, authentic relationship with people. Mm-hmm. And that's why we end up losing deals to the competition or people going and, and, you know, you sold a house to them maybe two years ago. Now they go list with somebody else because there was no relationship there. Right. There was no personal connection. So pff, on fire, on yeah. fire. I, I have a great example, too. Um Last Monday, I actually met this new client. He was a Zillow lead. And uh, I met with him. He wanted to see one house. Usually, I like to qualify a buyer or at least set up a couple houses so we're maximizing our time together. But at this price point, I was like, sure, I'll show you this house. Whatever. I'll make it happen right now. Cool. So I met him. He liked the house, but he was still iffy. He did tell me he was working with another agent that he wasn't happy about. I asked him if he signed a buyer agency agreement with that agent. He said no. 
I'm like, cool, all right, fair game. So um, two days later, he sends me a text of another house he wants to see that day. I'm like, I can't make it happen this day, I'll make it tomorrow. Tomorrow, the next day, we saw the house, he loved it, we put in an offer last Friday, and now we're under contract. And it's because he, he liked me better than the other agent. The other agent was too salesy, was too pushy, didn't respond fast enough, and here I was, eager, honest, and he went with me. Yeah, and, no. and now this is my biggest deal, honestly. But I'm really happy about this. <laughs> yeah, I love this. One week. This energy, I, I wish you guys could, I hope you can feel it through the audio. The energy that's oozing off is amazing. It is, you, what I would tell you, just even hearing you express that story, your ability to be so confident and just ask. But ask for what you want. Yeah. And, and so many people don't ask for what they want. And it doesn't, you don't have to be salesy about it. Being direct about it. I always tell my sales guys out on the floor, we have a ton of them, right? Mm -hmm. I tell them, just be direct with people. Tell the truth. Be direct. I want your order. I want to do business with you. I want to be your realtor. People respect that and they want to be with someone, like you said, who is eager. So tell us, right? So mm -hmm. here you are just oozing this hustle and the success. What does your day look like? What's your routine? Like what are the three things or five things you do that you think contribute to your success every single day? So realtors who are listening to this, insurance agents, financial advisors, they can kind of get a model for, hey, what does your day look like? How do you get yourself prepared? How do you get yourself ready for battle, ready to play the game? What does it look like to you? So it starts early in the morning. I try to wake up at least 5.30, be at the gym by six, work out, do my morning cardio. Um, that definitely gets my mind right. During cardio, I'll, I'll listen to an audio book or some inspirational video on YouTube. Um, when I get home, I read my Daily Stoic and I post it on Instagram. People love that. And um, then I go out for the kill. I, I go to the office or I go to my appointments and I make sure I lead gen. So that's the three things I really do. I make sure to exercise to some capacity, um, have my Daily Stoic time, definitely time to learn and get my mind right and uh, lead gen, whether it's hitting the phones, which um, I don't, I haven't called cold call in a, in a couple weeks, not gonna lie, but um, <laughs> lead gen is social media. That still counts as lead genning, um, even if you're just posting, but also be intentional with your posts and um, reach out. If, if I have time, if I have an hour to spare, you know, maybe I'll hop on Facebook Messenger and just reach out to people like, hey, how's it going? Or um, right now, because, um, you know, business is picking up, people are just shouting me out where, on people's statuses that I don't know because they're calling for a realtor in the area. So now I'm just responding to people. People are DMing me. I, there's tons of like newer agents or people that are inspired by me and, and want to get into real estate. They reach out to me all the time. And so I'm responding to them. And that's also a way of business for me too, because if they become an agent and if they sign up with Keller Williams, then they're in my downline. So that's another way I could make mm -hmm. money off of real estate. So I've just tried to be intentional with everything I do. No, I love that. I love it. So tell the audience so they can hear where they, where they can, they connect with you. Where can they find you? Let them know your social handles, your website, so they can connect with you. Yeah. So, uh, follow me on Facebook, Tiffany Beltran. I love to engage, um, Instagram at Amber underscore romance one. I have a Snapchat. I don't use it as often now that Instagram has Instagram stories, <laughs> but my Snapchat is Amber underscore romance. And if you're wondering where that name came from, <laughs> my middle name is Amber. And that was just uh, the first clever name I thought of when Instagram came about. Um, it was actually a perfume my boyfriend got me at the time from Victoria's Secret. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Amber Romance. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so catchy. So uh, that became my it Instagram works. name and it, it works. Yeah. It works. And I kind of like separating Amber and Tiffany because it gives me like a little alias. And it also, uh, I think, gives me space to be myself along with the real estate agent. 
That's awesome. So there you have it. Some great lessons and advice from a new agent who is crushing it in business and may even have a new career in personal branding from what I'm hearing. If you're able to start just coming up with brands for people. Yeah. You got the celebrity realtor. We got the, the Iron, Iron Man, Man real, realtor. Yeah, definitely. What else will we have? So if you want to reach out to Tiffany, make sure you use that to connect with her. Uh, give her a follow on Instagram. Check out what she's posting. Thank you so much for listening. Tiffany, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. If you liked what you heard, please uh, think about and consider giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast player. Make sure to follow Reminder Media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also post daily uh, or weekly coaching videos on YouTube. You can search for Reminder Media and look for the Above the Noise series on YouTube. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery, guys. And I'm going to close with this. I always want to close with an action item. And my action item for you guys now is just really, really simple. It's basically take action, guys, on the thing right now in your life that you're scared to do, whether that's posting on Instagram, whether that's moving to a new city and getting another license. As I listen to this story here of Tiffany, really what she is showcasing to all of us is that you just got to be willing to take a chance, even if you only have $400 in your pocket. So what is that fear in your mind right now that you're not doing, whether it's the cold calling, door knocking, posting on social media, whatever it is, Take action on that and do that today. Pull your car to the side of the road. Start taking action. Do it today because the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. Take action today on that, guys. 